Hello and welcome to episode number 49 of AB's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a random wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, sometimes discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, uh, have a Kurt Facts segment. That's where my brother tells uh, some facts from the last episode and maybe some stories that come to his mind and spread the pure joy that is ripping open wax packs. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. I think there might be some more that were added. You can probably find them in pretty much anywhere that you uh, listen to podcasts. Uh, new episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking uh, to promote veterans' charities. So contact us and we can help you do that. And I wanted to ha- give a little shout out to Scott Farrell. He did um, uh, give to veterans' charities a little while back. And his, um, his son, I think his name is Bryson. I'm wrong about that, Scott, I apologize, but I don't have it in front of me right now. But um, his son decided he wanted to um, give back and and, um, raise money to support um, some type of research. And uh, it's it's a really good um, cause. I want to look it up quickly. Um, It's it's Bryson Farrell. Let me look him up real quick. And he has yeah his son his name is Bryson and it's he's he's um raising money for St. Baldrick's the St. Baldrick's Foundation and he is trying to raise money his goal is $2000 to help kids that are dying to, diagnosed with cancer so he's trying to help fund the research that'll save their lives so good for you Bryson um Appreciate you doing that. It's always a good thing to give back. So I wanted to shout out that. Um, also wanted to say um, hey to Tim Widener. Uh, he received, <clears throat> he wrote this on uh, Twitter to the at Ripping Wax Packs page on Twitter. He said, today I received a surprise shipment of from at Ripping Wax Packs of one pack each of 87 tops, 95 leaf, and 93 Donruss. He said, I can't tell you how much fun it is ripping wax packs of old school cards and it was on the day of the Hall of Fame announcement, Wednesday. Um, and he shows a couple pictures. He's got a Corey Snyder rookie with the gold top from 1987 Tops. Man, I love that card. Remember those 1987 Tops? We did a, an episode on that already. Um, and then he has a Frank Thomas there. And um, I think he had some pictures of like Pudge Rodriguez and some other guys. But I appreciate whenever you open those packs, man. That's so fun to see that you enjoy it. So I appreciate that, Tim. Um <clears throat> So this week we are going to be discussing 1989 score. And again, thank everybody for their support. Um, Keep getting more listeners each week. Appreciate that. Um, But before we get into 1989 score, we are going to have our little uh, segment of Kurt Facts. So this is the segment called Kurt Facts, where my brother Curtis talks about the last episode, which was 1992 Fleer. Uh, episode 48 was on 1992 Fleer, and um, 
he has some facts about some of the cards I pulled or, who I, or sometimes it's just somebody I might have mentioned. Um, <clears throat> so this is Kurt Fax from episode 48 from 1992 Fleer. All right, Kurt says, It was mentioned that Roger Clemens has special cards in this set, and it reminded me that, that he is another hotly debated person to be left out of the Hall of Fame due to the steroid issue. This guy won the Cy Young seven times, has career numbers of 354 wins, 3.12 ERA, 4,672 strikeouts, which is third on the all-time list, and struck out 20 in a nine-inning game twice in his career. That's the only time that, that that's ever been done. But in 2022, on his last try on the regular Hall of Fame ballot, he failed to get enough votes to get into the Hall of Fame. So his only chance now is to get out, um, to get into the Hall of Fame by the Players Veteran Committee. However, he may not get in then either, as he was considered by most players to be a terrible person and teammate not traveling with the team if he wasn't scheduled to pitch complaining about having to carry his own bags um, going behind his wife's back and such Um, and remember um, he's saying he remembers when he broke piazza's bat um, and he picked up the broken part that flew toward the mound and threw it at piazza Um, i think i I I remember that. I don't know if I remember it exactly like that, but I have to go watch that again. Another example uh, of him being a not very good human, (laughs) Kurt. Tell us how it is with your Kurt facts. That might be a Kurt opinion. All right, number two, he says, John Olerud was pulled in this episode. And folks may be surprised to know that he finished his 17 career year year career with a 295 lifetime batting average, 2,239 hits, 255 home runs, 1,230 RBIs, and 500 doubles, which is top 50 all time. He won the AL batting batting title in 1993 and is one of only 26 players to ever hit for the cycle twice in a career. Wow, that's amazing. Go back and listen to that again if you didn't hear those numbers. Wow, that's unbelievable. I didn't realize John Olerud was that good. And and then the third thing he has is Jeff Brantley was pulled, and he says that I was correct and that his nickname is the Cowboy. He did play for the Reds and led the league in saves in 1996. He's on the radio and TV for the Reds now. He was another member of the God Squad, along with Atlee Hamaker and Dave Dravecki, as a member of the Giants who held Bible studies in their hotel while on road trips instead of going out to party. He's from Florence, Alabama, which is near where our kin, kin from Alabama live today. So hi, Susie and Scott and everybody that lives around there. Um, Dennis, uh, number four, the fourth thing here, Dennis Martinez was pulled and and. The thing I remember most about him is that he was nicknamed El Presidente, and when he came to Cleveland in the mid-90s, he started the opening day of the new Jacobs Field in 1994, April 94, and at age 40, he this is Curtis, he says, I was at the game with my pregnant wife who gave birth to our first Jacob about two weeks later. <laughs> Another couple of facts about El Presidente is that he threw a perfect game in 1991, finished his career with 245 wins, and on a sad note, hit Kirby Puckett in the face in the 1995 in 1995 and what considered to be Puckett's last game as from that hit to the face, he developed glaucoma that ended his career. Then, then he also says Tom Flash Gordon, I was really sad about Kirby Puckett. Tom Flash Gordon was also pulled and he was given that nickname 
after the comic and movie character of Flash Gordon, but also for the number of strikeouts he generated. In his career, he was so flexible in his pitching that he succeeded as a starter, closer, setup man, and middle reliever so much that I believe he's the only pitcher ever to have over 100 wins. So he had 138 wins, over 100 saves, 158, and over 100 holds in a career. He once saved a then-record 54 consecutive games without a blown save. Wow. Did not know that. Thank you, Curtis. And then another thing here, fifth thing, Steve Olin is a stat, sad story. I remember talking about Steve Olin last week. I wasn't sure of the story, so Kurt came through for us here. Uh, Steve Olin is a sad story. He was a submarining relief, relief pitcher who had just established himself as the tribe's closer with 30 saves in 1992. Then during spring training of 1993, he was killed in a boating accident when Tim Cruz, another tribe reliever, ran his boat into a pier at high speed. Bob Ojeda was also injured, but Cruz and Olin died. The sad thing is that the driver, Cruz, was legally drunk, and the other two had no alcohol in their blood. Man, that's sad. I remember something about that, but couldn't remember the exact story. Thanks, Kurt. And a sixth and final thing in Kurt Facts, Jose Mesa uh, reminded him of his nickname of Joe Table, which is the literal English transla- translation of his name. Also, he's well known for blowing the save in the 1997 World Series that could have brought the Tribe their first title since 1948. However, the Tribe would have never made it to the 95 and 97 World Series without him, and in 95 he saved 46 of 48 tries and had a 1.13 ERA and was second in Cy Young voting and fourth in MVP voting. He also finished his career with 320, uh, 321 saves, which is 13th all-time, so he had a pretty darn good career. It wasn't all his fault. Um, that the tribe lost that everybody blows saves from now uh every now and then all right curtis thanks for those appreciate those kurt facts um those are always fun to hear and man i always learn something new from you so thank you for the kurt facts all right a little description of 1989 score baseball um it's a pretty short one here it's a 660 card set uh, like 1988 score which was the first year that score came out with cards like 1988 scorecards uh, feature six distinctive inner border colors on the front and are divided into 110 color card groups. Um, one of the ni- few 1989 sets that did not include Ken Griffey Jr., so the score set didn't have the Griffey Jr. rookie. He was actually in the rookie traded set that came after the year. So you can get an 89 Ken Griffey Jr., but it's not in the base set. 89 score did include rookie cards of Craig Biggio, Randy uh, Johnson, Gary Sheffield, and John Smoltz, among others. And there's some Hall of Famers, obviously, in the set, too. But today, I'd love to look for the any of those rookies. Uh, Randy Johnson's the one we're looking for. But Biggio, uh, Johnson, Sheffield, Smoltz would be some good ones to find. Um, distribution of these um, 1989 score baseballs, uh, there were factory sets. Um, there were wax packs. There were 36 wax packs per box. There were 16 cards in each, plus one Magic Motion trivia card per pack. Um, and we'll get to see one of those, hopefully. And then the rack packs were 24 packs per box and 48 cards per pack. Um, and if you go to YouTube, you'll get to see the card. But the, they had a nice color photo on the front. said score up in the top right corner. The bottom middle had their name. And it had a little uh, picture of a baseball field. Um, and it had the name of the team and the position they played. Then on the back was a nice other color photo. I'm looking at one of Bo Jackson. The front had a, it's like a, an in-action shot. And then the back just has a picture of his face. It's in color too and has all their stats on it from uh, minor leagues on up. Uh, and then a little bit about that person at the bottom 
along with the other things of when they were drafted, their height, weight, and um, their what way they bat and throw, that type of thing. Um, so at this time, um, that was just a little quick description of the set, and then we'll, now we'll go over to um, uh, YouTube here in a second, and we'll open the pack. And it looks like there were some subsets, 1988 highlights. So they highlighted some things from the year before. Um, let's see what else. There were some inserts, a Young Superstars insert. Looks like they had those. Let me see what the odds of those were. The insert, Young Superstar Series 1. Uh, it says total cards are 42 Young Superstar Series 1 cards, and there are one per rack pack, so you could you could make those easily. So it wasn't like it was hard to get those or anything. Um, I'm trying to look and see if there's anything else. The 1989 rookie, so that like if you see Randy Johnson, it says on his card it says 1989 rookie at the top, kind of like a rated rookie from Donruss, but it just says rookie. Um, this one's in yellow. I'm not sure if they're all like that. Um, hopefully we open one and get that. But um, so it looks like Gary Sheffield was one of the rookies that they said was a good rookie prospect, um, and Randy Johnson was one of those. Sandy Alomar Jr.'s in this too. If he, he's a he's a good rookie. He had a good career. Um, quite a few rookies that were decent. Um, but we're going to go open the pack now, and I hope you'll uh, tune into YouTube and join along with this Open the Pack. All right, here we are opening the 1989 score uh, baseball pack, wax pack. They were in like little, it wasn't actually a wax pack anymore. It was, I don't know what you call this, poly. I don't know, poly something, but um, uh, they, made, they were made to where you couldn't uh, get into the pack as easy and put it back together and be one of those unscrupulous dealers that would do that back in the day and probably still try to now. Um, I know I'm in another room on a different computer again, so my, my boy, Mr. Harmon, Brian Harmon, hopefully this you can see this okay, but um, my, other, my daughter and her boyfriend are in the other uh, room doing their homework from college, so um, I came up to the other uh, room that's upstairs out in another um, another like garage barn kind of place where I could um, get some quietness while I do this so the dogs aren't here barking and stuff too. So so sorry about that, but hopefully you can see this better. I've worked to put a little bit more light here so you can see on this computer. Um, 1989 Major League Baseball score, player cards, and trivia cards. So if you're on YouTube, you can see what it looks like. you got blue uh, with some uh, inset, yellow, and a little bit of, I don't know what color that is. Curtis couldn't tell me because he's colorblind, but like red and orangish there in the back. It has a, you get a little trivia card set also if you send in something, I'm sure. Let's go ahead and get to it. All right, let's open it up. A little bit tougher opening these packs, but not too bad. 16 cards in here, supposedly. And a magic motion. Here's our magic motion card. It's there in the middle. So it says a year to remember, 1940. And then it has a little bit of, so that's pretty cool. And then on the back, it talks about Bob Feller. It tells a little bit about 1940, that year, and some of the things that happened. Joe DiMaggio, Buck Williams, Johnny Mize, Bob Feller has some information about that on the back of the Magic Motion card. So that was pretty cool. All right. And uh, I did, I have to find my paper that I had. I know the paper is. I don't have one to lift up here, but the person that I drew, the name was Kevin Vaughn. That's actually my cousin, Kevin Vaughn. Thanks for listening, Kevin. I, I pulled your name. You're going to get the wax packs. 
and uh, these cards here. All right. That's just one I want to keep, but usually I'm giving most of them away. All right, so our first card here, we have Andre Dawson. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Kurt will probably tell me. But, man, he had some good years. He was a great player. Andre Dawson. So there's the front of the card. The back has the picture. Yeah, it has, a, like, a headshot of the pic of the guy. <clears throat> and the, the front has an action shot. They're probably all like that is what I'm guessing. Next, we have Billy Ripken. Cal Ripken's a less famous brother, but he's really famous for the 1989 Fleer card that the bottom of the knob of the bat says the bad word on it. So I think we talked about that in that episode. Pete O'Brien. Joe Carter. Man, he had some good years, too. Loved watching him play with the tribe. Pete Smith. Dwight Dewey Evans. Another great player. He had some great years. Walt Terrell. Randy Myers. Jimmy Jones, about the most routine name ever. Fernando Valenzuela had some really good years. He's a really good pitcher. I don't know if injuries derailed his career or what, but he had some good years. Kurt might find that out for us. Ron Hassey. Yeah, I think he played for the Tribe, too, for a lot of years. And here he's on the A's. Nelson Santovinia. Joe Hesketh, Bruce Benedict, Curtis Wilson, Wilkerson, I'm sorry, Curtis, Curtis Wilkerson, and last but not least, Bob Melvin. What a pack of cards there. A couple Hall of Famers, a couple good players, maybe just one Hall of Famer. Um, but it was fun to open, didn't find the, the rookies we were looking for, but that's okay. I got some more of these, I'll probably open on my own so um that'll be fun but i appreciate you uh, uh tuning in here let's go back and finish up the podcast well thanks everybody for tuning in i did mess up on who's getting the cards there um actually the cards are going to um eric myers and his son max he's i think he's got pulled about three times um but they're always commenting or leaving uh likes or whatever on social media pages so appreciate that uh but max and eric myers will be getting the wax packs and the cards i, I think kevin got it last week so um uh, just wanted to uh make sure everybody knew i wasn't giving kevin cards two two weeks in a row <laughs> but eric and max congratulations you got the cards again coming to you here soon so remember you can contact uh, contact us in the following ways our twitter handle is at ripping wax packs or email is ripping wax packs at gmail.com our facebook page is ripping wax packs on youtube just type in av's ripping wax packs and you'll see us uh, rip open the pack uh, from the podcast and we're always looking to promote veterans charities so get us a, get a hold of us um, if you want to give to charities of veterans and their families this has been av's ripping wax packs podcast this is aaron vaughn thanking you for tuning in have fun be safe love one another and keep god first in your life have a good one